Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. I'm Kelly Bonner, your host, and today I want to speak a word on self-compassion. It's something I think we as Black women have just too little of. Self-compassion is being able to treat ourselves with tenderness and kindness and forgiveness, and yet we may find ourselves not doing much of any of those things. Maybe you're at the end of your year and you're thinking about all the things you can get done. Maybe you are thinking about the relationships or job position you should be in but haven't. How often do those kinds of thoughts come into your brain? How often do you think things are just out of your grasp and that there's something fundamentally wrong with you as to why you're not getting what you want? If you experience any of those thoughts or having any of those kind of shoulda, coulda, woulda moments, then you need a lesson in self-compassion. It's something we all need. And there is a premier research. So I'm here today to tell you how to put more self-compassion in your life, to go beyond the negative self-talk and to step into ease and grace with yourself. Kristen Neff, who's one of the premier thinkers in this realm, talks about three main pillars to conquering self-compassion. So I'm going to list all three of them. I'm going to go through those pillars, and then I'm going to give you a mini assignment, a daily practice that you can put into place to get yourself thinking about how to inject more self-compassion into your day. The first pillar she talks about is mindfulness. There's been a lot talked about what mindfulness is and what it isn't. There has been a lot of information about the benefits of mindfulness. But today we're going to talk about mindfulness in the context of self-compassion. And it simply is when you're self-compassionate and you're using mindfulness, you become aware of your own suffering. You bring attention to your thoughts, your feelings, what sensations you might be experiencing in your body. It really calls on you to be really intuitive and in tune to your physical body. And so when we talk about being aware of your own suffering, this is very different than sitting in suffering or inviting pain and and reveling or celebrating being in pain. It's not that at all. Instead, it is all about being aware of the fact that you are feeling the way you are feeling. Let me give you an example. This could be an old way of thinking. And then I'm going to give you an example of a new way of thinking it. I can't believe I'm so stressed. I I am thinking about this big assignment that's due tomorrow. And and why is this not in my stomach? I can't believe I'm so stressed. And constantly thinking about my never-ending to-do list for work. Why is there 
this tension. Why is my neck hurting? Why is my back hurting? That might be a thought you have from day to day, right? However, when you deal with self-compassion, you open yourself up to thinking curiously about your body, curiously about the sensations you're feeling. So instead, you might say, okay, I'm noticing some tension in my shoulders. I'm noticing some pain in my neck. I'm feeling stressed right now. And I'm aware that my stress is coming from the fact that I have this long list of to-dos I have to do for work. Now, there's a difference here, right? The first version is like, I can't believe I'm so stressed. Why can't I get this job, this never-ending to-do list done? Why is my neck hurting? And instead, mindfulness asks you to notice just how your body is feeling. Once you notice how your body is feeling, you can begin to do the things that will bring some relaxation and again, some self-compassion to your life. The second pillar is common humanity. That in order to cultivate true self-compassion, we have to remember that we are all in this together. That everyone is struggling in some way. Everyone has a to-do list that never ends. Everyone has disappointments and regrets. That is normal. And so when you're not alone in your suffering, and again, we're talking about a specific kind of regret, a specific type of pain, it's comforting to know that there are others going through this journey. One of the things I am so proud of about this podcast is it really is an opportunity for us to build a community of black women who are dedicated to not being burned out. And so knowing that we are all having these similar struggles, me included, I hope helps you understand and give yourself permission to give grace to yourself. You are not alone. I also struggle with giving myself permission to let go of things. I also struggle with the same challenges as you. And that's what this podcast is about, is being here for you and letting you know it's completely normal, others are experiencing it, and giving you a piece of that community. So if you feel isolated or you feel like you're struggling and you're alone, remember you are not, and that you are not the only one who may be struggling, particularly as the last few years or specifically as world events have happened, you are absolutely not alone. And that is an important concept in understanding and cultivating a practice of self-compassion. Last but not least is self-kindness. A part of compassion for yourself is learning how to be gentle and kind. And that means checking in with your inner voice. Studies show that the majority of humans have an inner voice, a kind of running dialogue. You see it on popular TV shows like you or other popular series where there's a narrator voice, which is narrating the thoughts of a character. Well, we have the same inner voice within ourselves, but it can really sound one of two ways. Either your inner voice can be your inner cheerleader, just boosting you and telling you things are going to be great and you're successful and you're wonderful and you're all the things you need, basically a running loop of self-affirmations, or you might have an inner voice that sounds like an inner critic. And that voice is telling you you're not good enough or why did you do it this way or why are you continuously single or why can't you get that to-do list done? Black representation in media means everything to me. 
Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc.com slash BGB. The thing about having an inner critic inside your head is it doesn't really lend to self-compassion. It really, really lends to quite the opposite, feeling bad about yourself. I know for myself on my journey, one of the things I had to heal for myself was that I met with a therapist and she told me, you do realize that you talk to yourself like you're six years old and like a harsh mother. And it was so powerful having her tell me that because I started doing an inventory and saying, oh, maybe I do talk to myself really harshly. And I realized how that might have been motivating in the short term. Long term, it really undermined my confidence in myself, my confidence in my relationships, and made me a less gentle and kind person to others ultimately. So my challenge to you is this. Over the next few days and today, think about what is the voice inside your head. This is your assignment. Take note and really answer the question, do you have an inner critic or do you have an inner cheerleader? 
Based upon that answer, you're going to need to practice self-compassion in different ways. If you have an inner cheerleader, first of all, congrats. Good for you. That is wonderful. Continue to nourish that inner cheerleader with the other parts of self-compassion. Continue to be mindful, develop a mindfulness practice, understand that you're not alone and connect to others and help others who do not maybe have an inner cheerleader in their brain. Help them be less of a critic and more of a cheerleader. However, if you, like me and so many others, find yourself being so harsh and having a really tough inner critic, well, then it's time to engage in a couple of things to restore it. One, write down some of the thoughts that you think that are so critical. Usually I tell people to do this over a day, no more. Think about a thought, an event happens. Let's say you get a document back from work and there's some errors or from some corrections and you think, oh, I'm so stupid. You could do or do better. Write that down and notice how often that's happening and write down some of the common thoughts that your inner critic is giving you. Once you've done that, take the same sentence and add some compassion to it. So instead of do better, stop messing up, change it the way you would tell someone you're mentoring or someone that you love or care about and say, it's okay Let's be curious about what went wrong this time because we can do better the next time and it's only up from here. Instead of why are you so stupid or why do you keep making the same mistakes over and over again? Challenge yourself to rewrite that sentence and rewrite that thought as I'm human and I make mistakes. And allow yourself the grace to understand that it's part of the human journey. As black women, we are so hard on ourselves. We are already undervalued and rarely seen and feel invisible in our life. We deserve to cultivate a rich inner life, whether it's our physical bodies, our, our heart, or our mind, to take care of ourselves, to protect ourselves from the outside world. And having an inner cheerleader and having a practice of self-compassion will help you get there. So remember, for the next couple days and starting today, take a note of your inner critic. Take note of your inner voice. Is it a cheerleader or is it a critic? If it's a cheerleader, continue doing what you're doing and reach out to others and help them. If it's a critic, write down some of the thoughts that have come up over the day and then reshape those thoughts and think about how you would tell someone who you loved, how you would react to them saying something like that. Mentor that voice in your head, encourage that voice in your head, love that voice in your head up. And you will see that you are going to be on your way to cultivating a practice of self-compassion. For those of you who are overachievers and want to think a little bit more about self-compassion, the other thing you can do is just be mindful of your body. So many times in the day, we just go through our hours completely numb. This is a call for you to step back into your body and to realize what exactly is going on. To think about it, to notice the sensations in your body. Do you have tension in your back or in your neck 
Are you, is your jaw clenched? Do you have knots in your stomach? Take note of when you feel that in your body, record it and think about what's going on in your life at that moment when you're feeling that way. Are you having neck tension and shoulder pain because your shoulders are up around your ears because you just had a really, really tense conversation with your least favorite coworker? Or it's about to be the holidays and you know that you're going to have to deal with some drama this holiday season. Take notice, acknowledge, be curious about those sensations, not judgmental, and then connect it to what's going on. Once you know what is triggering that sensation in your body, you can begin to build a practice that will minimize tension and really keep you in a state of gentleness and ease. More to come on that thought because I'm going to run you through many different activities on self-compassion as I feel it is one of the foundational skills that really help you avoid burnout and really keep you in a place of joy and in a place of groundedness. That's it for me today on the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Until I see you next episode, take care of yourself and take care of each other.